Season 3, Episode 8, Spring Tailgates. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. The South is known for our hospitality, so it should be no surprise that our sporting events are consistently ranked both the friendliest and the classiest in the entire country. The food, the fashion, and the festivities are our very own triple crown. From tailgates to hospitality houses, Southerners open our homes and front porches to patrons from all around the world. Country club sports are our specialty. With spring sporting events, including derbies, cups, tournaments, and championships. And as with any other Southern tradition, both the food and the landscape are the soul of these great events. Whether you have badges or are celebrating at home, the South sports culture can be embraced no matter where you are geographically. But one day, we sure hope you come for a visit. Okay, we're not even going to tell y'all how long it took us to write that. (laughs) But in case you've missed it, we're from Augusta, Georgia, which is home to two biggest, best Southern spring sporting events. Most world-renowned. It just had to be perfect. So Right, it had to be perfect. Because we have the Aiken Steeplechase, which is huge. And then, of course, the Masters Golf Tournament, which is going to be here like next week. And Carolina Cup isn't that far away. The right. Kentucky Derby also isn't that far away. I feel like the Driving Southeast. Distance. Yes, the Southeast just owns these country club sports. So we know all the traditions. We have been to a few of those events. I haven't been to the Derby yet. Um, that is definitely a bucket list item. <laughs> And I think that's for my, you too. Yeah, my sister-in-law is trying to convince one of Drew's uncles to just rent a bus and buy us all tickets this year. That would for be, like a graduation present for her. That would be so fun. My grandfather used to go to the Derby every year. I have mugs and cups and stuff from that, so I have memorabilia. <laughs> um, oh, and fun fact: Jacqueline also had a horse named after her. Yeah, because like this is why this had to be perfect. <laughs> Princess Jacqueline was a racehorse, and my sister had Princess Caitlin. And I can't find any information on Princess Jacqueline, but we found information on Princess Caitlin. So I don't know, like, if mine like wasn't good or <laughs> what. But anyway, today we're going to talk about the food, the fashion, and the festivities that surround some of these amazing sporting events. Because tailgating is not only for football. Yes, that is so true. 100% true. If you want to know about tailgates in general, you can go to our episode. Do you know what number it was? I can look it up real quick. It's actually two. Yes, we had a two-parter on tailgates. And so if you want like some of our favorite recipes that are not event specific and just overall like tailgating recipes, then you should go listen to that. Season two, episodes four and five. And we both give great, great advice for mainly football tailgating and some fun stories and even a link to one of my playlists that I use at tailgates. So let's start with the food. Which is always my favorite part of any tailgate and any event. So I'm excited. Something that I just find so interesting 
is really off the top of my head. I can't think of any other sporting event that has like a specialty cocktail or a specialty drink or food that is synonymous with when you think of the Kentucky Derby, what you think of mint julep. When you think of the Masters tournament, which is the golf tournament that's hosted in Augusta, it's the only PGA major that doesn't travel. So it stays in Augusta. It was founded by Bobby Jones. Um, and he wanted to boost the Augusta economy and it brings like, that's the only reason why people go to Augusta. Okay. Like <laughs> the masters. Like most, most Augusta citizens are either at the tournament or they get a far, as far away from Augusta as possible that week because it just like everything. It's changes. crazy. That's what our spring break, like I've never had, like not had a spring break that wasn't right. the master's tournament because I went to high school there. I went to college there. Like <laughs> I've always I, the first full week in April is always my spring break, so it's like yes. weird to be out when other people are like, "Oh, I want spring break," what? and it's like March second, yeah, like, like it's not even spring yet. No, you aren't. It's not April anyway. <laughs> um, so, so the food, and so with the Masters tournament, you think of pimento cheese and egg salad, and also you think of Arnold Palmer's because that right. was a famous golfer. It's half sweet tea and half lemonade. Some people say it's half unsweet tea and half lemonade, but I will say We're that. We're in the South, sweetie. No, That's I had sweet a friend. Tea. Yeah, I have a friend that served Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer's, and it is sweet tea, not unsweet. It is sweet tea and lemonade. And my favorite Arnold Palmer recipe is actually pink lemonade and sweet tea. Ooh. And I gave that recipe, I was on a podcast with our millennial homemaker, fellow millennial homemaker, Kate. It's the Nuga Bell podcast. And she did an interview with me. And so we talked a lot about Arnold Palmer's on that. If you want to listen to it, she's a member of her Facebook group. She's a really great gal. We'll link directly to the episode in our show notes. Thanks. Perfect. So getting back to, <laughs> I kind of went all over the place. We get really excited when it comes to the Masters. Yes. We can't help I it. I can like give random Masters trivia all day long. And some of y'all <laughs> might not be interested in this at all. But I know that you're interested in the Derby. So you just have to know about all the different going-ons of different events, I guess. In the South. Yeah. And a lot of what we're, we'll talk about are kind of all mixed into all of these because they are all Southern traditions. And most of the traditions that go – or most of the – not traditions, like the food and the festivities that go into these events are rooted in Southern tradition. Yes. So they aren't necessarily like master specific or derby specific. Right, right. So um, like what's in a mint julep? <laughs> Can you tell um, me? Because I don't even know. I think it's bourbon. Bourbon. That's what I was It's Kentucky yeah, bourbon, of course, because it's the Kentucky Derby. And then a little bit of ice, um, some mint, and then... I put a splash of seltzer water. It's basically like a mojito with bourbon. Exactly. That's, yes, exactly. It's, I think it's really refreshing because it's like light because they're like the seltzer water and the mint like lighten up the bourbon a little bit. Yeah. And I also, and they're usually, it's, isn't it usually like, it's not, it's not like a heavy bourbon. I mean, no, it's bourbon. um, I was just looking, Kentucky Derby actually has like a signature bourbon for their mint juleps. Let me look up to see what it is. It is Woodford Reserve. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Go to Kentucky Derby and get a mint julep. And you can buy okay at the Derby. You can get one in a specialty. I think it's like a Tiffany's uh, glass. Okay, or in that yeah. glass, but like a Tiffany like silver. The things that the a, a julep cup. Julep cup. Yeah. 
and it has gold on it and it's crazy and it's like a thousand dollars and I think it goes towards some sort of charity or something. charity yeah I would assume so but, you, but even if you're not there you can have your own mint juleps in a much cheaper silver julep cup. yeah and I mean you can buy mint juleps there for like less but if you want the specialty right. class you have right. to pay that big amount of money and they usually have yeah. like um steins and stuff with the, that your drinks will come in with whatever mm-hmm. the champion horse is from that year, the year before. They, I don't know if they just print. I would assume the year before because, I mean, the race is only two minutes. And so, I mean, they wouldn't have. Yeah, but they might make like the front runners or something. That's true. Like with the like with the Super Bowl, they always have the winning team stuff ready to sell as soon but as. But they only have two people. So I don't know how they do that with the horses. But all I know is I, I have know. a lot of the signs and they're like from – the Kentucky Derby. It might be the year before. I don't know. Anyway, and so that is just awesome. And another thing that you could do if you're like having a derby party at home is it Mm -hmm. is also referred to as running for the roses. So if you made like a cheese ball or salami in the shape of a rose or, you know, something like that, like Mm -hmm. anything rose themed is great for the derby. And then something else that's great for the derby is a Kentucky tradition and a Kentucky Derby tradition, which is hot browns which is a hot sandwich with turkey, bacon, sometimes ham. It's open-faced, and then it's served with a Mornay sauce, which do not ask me what that is because I don't know. But it looks delicious. Huh. I actually hadn't heard of that, so that's awesome. I just love um, – part of the derby, too, is, like, the betting side of things. And I don't know mm-hmm. how it works at the actual derby. I've been to other horse races. Um, Keeneland, which is in Lexington – is the only Kentucky horse race that I've been to. I grew up, of course, going to steeplechase. And I'm really trying to remember if I ever actually went to the Carolina Cup. I know I had plans to go to the Carolina Cup, but I like don't think I ever went. <laughs> That's really I've never been. Steeplechase is the only one yeah. I've been to. That's, I know that people have Carolina Cup shirts that said, mm-hmm. went to Carolina Cup, never saw a horse. <laughs> oh, I like that. Because the tailgating is so big. Right. Like you literally could right. go and never see a horse race because you just spend the whole time tailgating. And Keeneland is kind of similar to that. You tailgate outside, play yard games, and then you go in mm-hmm. and then you can bet downstairs and then you go to like the general admission. It's all standing. I like steeplechase. Steeplechase is smaller. It's very, very popular. Some really world-class championship horses will race in it. Mm-hmm. So it definitely draws a big crowd. But if you get a tailgate spot on the course then you can sit in the back of your car and have a horse right like go by you right there like you could almost touch it you just have to get there well you don't have to get there you have to have someone in your party know people you have to get there really early you you have to you have to pay in advance like Like, you can't just like like, you have to know people yeah you can't and even then same thing like with the master's tournament like you have to, there's only a limited number of places available. And then right. you have to be like on a list to even have the opportunity to pay <laughs> right. to get a lot, like a spot on the track. So and it I just like, makes it more prestigious. Yeah. And I really just like the, I mean, Caneland definitely has a bigger setup than Steeplechase does. And, mm-hmm. um, but I just liked that. I don't know. I I got to see way more horses at Steeplechase and it felt, you know, you can pay to be in the big tent and same thing with Keeneland. Mm -hmm. You can pay for a box and stuff like that. Keeneland was a lot of just like sweaty standing around with no concessions in the actual, yeah. (laughs) And that like during the actual race and then 
Whereas steeplechase, you could have your whole tailgate set up. So you could be eating like charcuterie and cheese while mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking a mimosa and watching right. a horse go right by you. So that was pretty fun. Which going back to the food then is these events, like the food is a lot different than if you're tailgating for football. Because in football, you're grilling yes. out, you have hamburgers, hot dogs, barbecue. But for these events, you're having lighter foods that you snack on all day and like you're having like those wine and cheese and it's it's kind of like you bring ever like your best picnic food with you yes so then going on to the masters so you have pimento Mm -hmm. cheese and egg salad Mm -hmm. and no one knows the actual pimento cheese recipe right it's like it's you can buy it will go to the grave of everybody that's ever made it yeah you can buy the authentic original recipe from a restaurant called wife saver in augusta mm-hmm. i always get a tub they now sell it they used to only sell it like in the spring i think and i think they now sell it year round and they used to be the caterers for the augusta national golf club but now with the national they have a different recipe to me it's so much better than they they've spent a few years trying to get it right right i <laughs> um, agree after they got new catering because the old caterers didn't give the recipe rightfully so and <laughs> now it tastes good for a while it was like too runny or kind of had like some weird flavor because they were trying to figure out the special ingredient i think but i think they've now just about got it oh yeah it's great i mean i'm not gonna diss a pimento cheese from the augusta national golf club ever like bring me home a million of them my favorite is the egg salad yes i love the egg salad sandwiches when i was in high school some of us went down to florida for spring break and my friend's dad came a couple days later because he went to some of the practice rounds and he brought us all back egg salad sandwiches because he knew how much we wanted them, even no. though we weren't in Augusta. When I go to the Masters, the first thing I do is get, and it'll be like 9 a.m. And I get an egg salad right. sandwich because that's my breakfast because it's egg. Mm-hmm. And then right. and then I'll have a pimento cheese for a snack. And then I'll have a barbecue sandwich for lunch. And then I'll get the cookie um, ice cream sandwich, which is okay. two sugar cookies with peach ice cream in the middle because it's in Georgia. So, so you gotta have some right. peach. And yeah, it's just my favorite thing. I love the food. The beer is really inexpensive. Too. The whole every like besides actually going to the masters, all of the food is really cheap. Yeah, the food is seventy five cents or something for like a sandwich. I think it's or like one fifty. Really I don't know. It's, it's really inexpensive. And then my the dad worked like, there one year as a security guard because also a lot of people in Augusta will work at the Masters for the week yeah. and they'll make just bukus of money. But he was given like I think like three dollars a day for lunch, and he said he always had to like just keep buying food because he could not buy enough food for that $3. Like, yeah. The, um, so the beer is like $3 a pint. And then you get a specialty glass. It's just great. Like I love, mm-hmm. it's just so much fun. I look forward to it every year. It's seriously, the tagline is a tradition unlike any other. And it truly is. I went to it another is. PGA championship that was at the Atlanta athletic club and mm-hmm. it was great. It was fun. I liked that you could actually talk to some of the golfers because it did have a majority. Like at the Masters, you cannot ask for autographs during right. tournament days. Uh, during, like you cannot talk to them. Yeah, like part three. Is it even allowed during part three? I think part three is like their turning point. 
So I'm not sure. I don't remember if it's allowed during part three. Like so you can't bring cameras in during the tournament. Like you yeah. can do, you can bring cameras and get autographs during practice no, rounds at the beginning of the week. Autographs during practice rounds. I think you can only get. Or there's like, is it? Is there an autograph section? I don't know. It's been so long since I've been. I don't remember. Maybe, but I know during tournament days you definitely can't. You can't take no. a camera. Super exclusive. Nope. Um, you can't, you can't bring your cell phone. You can never bring your cell phone, which is. Nope. Crazy, but I like to call people from the phones because they have free pay phones. And I like to call my mom and be like, hey, just calling you from the tournament. Because why not? Yeah, because why not? It's just fun. And it's like the only number I know by heart, besides my husband, yeah. who's usually with yeah. me. So, anyway, the Masters is just so much fun and the food is wonderful. And it's just such a part of it. And that just goes to show, like, with the South and with our soul food, it, it can mm-hmm. help but have a specialty item specific to that event. So and I just like how much they keep the tradition alive and how much, I mean, people knock the South for being close-minded or unaccepting or whatever. Not progressive. Yeah, not progressive, stuck in the past. Stuck in the past. But part of that is like what makes the South so beautiful. And people just misunderstand, I think. And obviously I'm, my experience of growing up in the South is different from other people's experience. Right. But I found it to be accepting and loving. Especially when food is involved. Yes, especially when food is involved. All differences go out the window when there's good food on the table. Agreed. Next is the fashion. So if you're going to go to any party in the South, then you better be wearing the proper attire. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You can't just show up in jeans and a t-shirt and expect to fit in. You will stick out like a sore thumb. So for derby, let's talk derby dress code. Mm-hmm. A hat. So with <laughs> definitely like start with your hat. Figure out how big and festive your hat is going to be before anything else. Yes. So hats are huge for the derby and it's hot in the South. So a lot of our fashion is the landscape just plays like a really big role mm-hmm. in all of our in the climate and all of these different events. So wearing a hat protects you from the sun and it is such a fashion statement. I love it. Mm -hmm. And you usually want to wear like a sundress to the masters or the derby. Now the derby is going to be a little bit more dressy than the masters, but you could wear like a derby outfit sans the sun hat to the masters and you wouldn't look weird. I've worn Lily Poults or sundresses to the masters many years. Well, that's, I was going to say, like, if you own any Lily Poulter, these are the events to bring it out at. I... Because it's like the epitome of spring fashion. Yes. And I personally, in high school and in college, it was really cute to wear the sundresses. But for being a little bit older now, Mm -hmm. I like a good little jumpsuit or romper that's mm-hmm. covers. Um, I like right. to have shorts. <laughs> so if you have right. like really cute shorts and like a lacy top, that would be good for a, you know, for the masters. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely still dressed up. I wouldn't wear jeans, but no. um, you know, anything. But you can be a little more casual. Right. You can be a little bit more casual and like more sporty fun. And since you are going to be walking the grounds, I would not suggest wearing heels. I'd suggest wearing flats, really comfortable shoes. People, it's so funny. Like the Masters is the only place where you're going to see someone wearing a $300 lip yes. dress and then Keds. 
Um, especially because like they will kick you out if you go barefoot. So oh, yeah. if you do want to try to bring the heels, I mean, more power to you, but go ahead and stick some flats in your bag and be prepared. And change in the well, bag. You can't even bring a bag. Well, you can't bring a bag big enough. Maybe if you had those like little. Those ones that roll up. So yeah. you just skip it and just put the flats. Just wear comfortable shoes. And yeah, if you have your shoes off, like a security guard will come up to you and ask you to put them back on because the Augusta National is holy ground as far as I'm right. concerned. It's very, very strict. Yeah. You just have and to be on your best behavior. Right. Which you should. And for the men in your life, golf shirts are a go-to. Yes, golf shorts, golf shirts, buttons, button downs. Guys can wear shorts um, or pants depending on the weather. I definitely would recommend at any of these events if you actually go to wear sunscreen and a lot of it. Yes. Because you won't realize how sunburnt you are until the next day. Yes. And even if it's overcast, it's you're in yeah. a different atmosphere. <laughs> like in the south, yeah. it's hot. You need to wear sunscreen. In the spring. Absolutely. Oh, and also you need to have, um, be mindful, like same thing for football season, those clear bags. Um, Uh Some events might make you take those. I think right now the masters, definitely if you're going, then look online to see the requirements, but it just has to be a certain size and small. And I think the Derby has a similar rule, but be mindful about that. And have a crossbody. Don't take something like a clutch. Have something that's on your person. Mm-hmm. And- One of that is just safety. And then another is practical because you don't want to have to keep up with it. Right. Especially if you're enjoying the food and the drink. Okay. <laughs> exactly. You might put it down. About yeah. It. You might lose it. So definitely do that. And also um, another big part that I love, especially about the Masters, is the shopping. So much swag. Mm-hmm. You can get so much swag there. Yeah. The pro shops are amazing. I love it. So Me too. Last year, we got some beer mugs from the Masters. It has the Masters logo on the side and then also in the bottom. That's cute. That's all I have for fashion. So bring some extra cash because yeah. you might find your next favorite outfit. Yeah, if you want to go hat. shopping. Sundress, you can do vineyard vines. We'll come out with a collection mm-hmm. like for spring. That's really on trend. A lot of sear sucker. Right. Like I said, a cute little shirt with brightly colored shorts or just something nice. You just want to look nice and yeah. enjoy in the festivities. And you just have to be on your best behavior too. You have to wear a bless your heart kind of attitude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not that I would expect anything different from our listeners, but right, you just want to be be proper in your dress and your awesome. as some of y'all know, I have a jewelry brand, Fraser Lynn, and because I love the South, my whole this whole episode is like so me and so my brand, and uh-huh. we try to talk about hostessing from like. And you know, so anyone listening, whether in the U- you're in the UK, Australia, Canada, whatever, um, Denmark, shout out Lena. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to be able to relate to what we're saying. But this episode is so me, so my brand, and I am coming out with this week that this one goes live. I will have the tournament collection, and then I also am going to have the Derby collection. So the tournament collection is very flora landscape inspired. And the Derby collection is very horse inspired. And just my experience of living in the South and growing up with this, these beautiful traditions all around me. So check them out. 
I don't know if collection will be live when this podcast launches. Awesome. I'm so Shameless excited. plug. Oh, and I should give a discount. Oh, yeah. If you are listening and you're like this far into the episode, then you can use <laughs> um, a nice little code for my listeners that will be MHM podcast and you can get 30% off your order. And I always offer free shipping. That is so awesome and definitely something you guys should take advantage of. End of my plug. Okay, let's move on to the festivities. <laughs> now move on to the festivities. <laughs> to the festivities. So this is all about just the event itself and the etiquette, mm-hmm. which we've talked a lot about just because it goes like just with these right. events, it just all goes together. And I hope that even if you never make it to a Southern sporting event as one of these, that mm-hmm. you celebrate it and you watch it on TV. It's going to be all over ESPN, all over ABC. Um, so you can have a party at home too. So let's talk about some festivities that you can like take home. So we've talked about, so this episode is spring tailgating and this, these events at home or at the event are still tailgates. They're just way different than mm-hmm. fall football tailgates. So these are bougier. You're, so you're going to be like a bougie tailgater <laughs> instead of a sloppy tailgater. So you're not going to get as drunk because you're drinking yes. fancier drinks. Yeah, you're not going to get sloshed at these events. Though I will say, if you do go to the event, it is hot. Even if it's overcast, yes. you're going to get dehydrated. Just like with our um, fall tailgating advice, drink lots of water. You do not yes. want to be that girl, okay? No. <laughs> and you also do not want to have a heat stroke. So drink lots of water if you start yes. getting hot. Like find some shade. Find some place inside if you can. Mind and cool your manners down. and stay classy. <laughs> Yes, and don't pass out. Don't pass out. Um, Whether it's rugby or anything else you're partaking in. Yes. So what's some music that you could listen to, like if you're having a derby party? I have a playlist that we will link that I made for mm-hmm. – it was called my Running for the Roses um, playlist that I used – at steeplechase i don't know we'll have to come up with some different playlists because i mean the south it's all about jazz and 20s kind of like fun music too the charleston is like the dance and Mm -hmm. it has its own song the chattanooga choo choo is a song you know so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of rich music history too that you could play so you could just play like any kind of southern music i would say for any of these parties i think for this, stay stick with the classics. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't add too many new songs, yeah. but stick with like, "My Old Kentucky Tucky Home" by Bing Crosby or "The Race Is On" by George Jones. Stick with something that's more Americana, yeah. more Southern, and older because it will really get mm-hmm. you in the spirit and like root. It's rooted in the tradition. I mean, you're dressed up. You're wearing a sun hat. Mm-hmm. You're drinking some good bourbon with mint leaves. Like, you're not going right. to be listening to Beyonce, okay? Exactly. You're going to be listening to something classy to make you feel classy. And, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, save those for the drive home. Let's see. What else about the festivities? You can do betting. That's a very popular one. Mm-hmm. Or just kind of keeping up with, like, if you're having a master's party, then can, you know, serve pimento cheese and egg salad, obviously, to partake in those festivities. But you can also have like a leaderboard with kind of like a bracket 
sort of like March Madness, you know, like going on, mm-hmm. taking bets. And that's just part of these events is betting is a big part of it. Betting <laughs> is a huge part. If you guys saw, if you're part of our Facebook group, you saw a couple days ago or last week, I guess, Jacqueline posted a picture of her reading the Southerner's Handbook yes. by Garden and Gun. We love this. And they have an entire chapter dedicated in how to bet on horse races <laughs> so that you don't lose a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you'll lose some, but you won't lose as much. And if you just like pick a horse because you like its name, although that's how I would do it. Not going to lie. So make the betting fun. If you're having your own party, you don't have to bet for like money. You could, you know, or a lot of money, you could have everyone put in a dollar and just, or I saw someone, you just put all of the horse's names in a hat and everyone drew one. And that's who you had to cheer for, whether you cared about them or not. And we, so that way it's betting without the money. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of like derby parties or these kind of parties for like around like charities. So Mm -hmm. they might do like something. Well, I don't know how legal that is actually for a nonprofit to do betting stuff, but you know, like, there's ways that you can bet and give back. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Which we should say, before you do any betting, you might want to check with your state or country's legal requirements. You can bet with like Oreos instead of actual tokens. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to. We're not trying to. Money does not have to change. Yeah, we're not trying to like. You do not endorse. Yeah, endorse gambling activity. or something. But it is a fun part of it because it is a competition. Right. Is a okay. <laughs> But exactly. um, one of the major, major things about these, the Southern sports culture is our sportsmanship and how you mm-hmm. have to have the highest quality of conduct. And you don't say curse words when you lose. You don't pitch a fit. You shake the opponent's hand and Mm -hmm. you walk away with your head held high. And that is a huge part of our culture. So in your parties, you know, if your horse doesn't win, just handle it with class. I agree completely. Etiquette is huge. Sportsmanship is huge. And that's why that's why <laughs> most of these events are world class and are so prestigious and exclusive mm-hmm. is because these traditions and this conduct has remained true year after year. And you just have to respect right. the event mm-hmm. Absolutely. and all the players. And it's so fun, too, because it's kind of like a non-traditional, like when I think of sports, I think of baseball or football. So you don't really have like a team, you know, like you don't have team allegiances. Mm -hmm. You just have like this player or um, a course or into golf because some people are listening and they might be like, whoa, golf is so boring. boring. You need to look up the golf boys on YouTube. Isn't that what it's called? Yes. And it's like Ben Crane and Bubba Watson, who's from Georgia, and some Ricky Fowler, some of our like kind of bros of golf. And they do like rap comedies. And okay, a lot of golfers are really cute too. So just gonna throw that out there. Jordan Spieth won and he is like super young and attractive. So um, not like super creepy young, but you know, he's a younger <laughs> guy and he's attractive. And like, I mean, who didn't kind of have a crush on Tiger Woods at one point? Now he's creepy, but like, right. really, let's think about it. Like, every <laughs> exactly. Isn't that so, boys? Oh my God. It is. And we will link to, um, we'll post yes, one of the videos just, in our show notes so, so that you guys want to end up watching all of them. It's like one point, like 
the guy's name's Ben Crane. He's like, it's Ben Crane. He's insane or something. <laughs> he's actually like a bird man because Crane. It's so, it's great. They just make fun of themselves. So, right. um, and they've been doing this at least since 2013. Yeah. Oh, no. They've been ago. doing it since 2011. It's so good. Like, y'all have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so if you noticed in this episode, we, when we were talking about the food, we brought in some of the etiquette. When we talk about the fashion, it's because all of these things are so like intertwined that you can't talk about just one of them. Yes, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm like getting emotional. I feel like just because I have so many memories surrounding and mm-hmm. it's like talking about this food. I can taste it. I can smell it. I can hear it. I can right. feel the sundress. You know, it's like I just yeah. feel all these experiences. And so I don't know. Definitely put it on your bucket list as something to do one year, even if you don't like golf. Like, you don't have to like golf. It's not just about golf. It's just about this huge tradition. It's Disney World for like, adults. I guarantee- and you don't have to like horses or horse racing or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just such a – and, like, okay, who doesn't like horses? Like, that's silly. They're beautiful. Right. Like, They're I'm looking at a painting with one right now in my house. <laughs> it's just so fun, and it's something that you really can't get anywhere else no. no one does it like the south does it and we do it big we do it hospitably mm-hmm. for the masters we did talk about this is a lot of people in augusta actually rent out their houses we do not have enough hotels right. to board all the people that come into town for the masters tournament so they'll rent out their houses and for the, a week and the people that rent out their houses i mean they go big they have yeah you know, special decor that they only put out during master's week. They have master's week towels and sheets uh, that don't come out any other time of the year, except for this. No, when I worked at a boutique, we literally sold sheets because we were located right right by the tournament, like right or right by the um, Mm -hmm. golf club. And so we sold these really, really comfortable sheets and people would come in and say, I have to buy master sheets. And I knew exactly what they were talking about. And I was like, here's the white ones, you know, because everyone it's, it's crazy. It's just such, the epitome of Southern hospitality Mm -hmm. to say, I don't know you. I'm never going to meet you because I'm in the Bahamas or somewhere not in this city, but please come stay at my house. Use my kitchen, make it your own home for the next week. Yep. And that's how we do it. We do it big. We do it the best. Mm -hmm. And then we make sure the rest of the world knows. And the rest of the world watches too. They don't just Mm -hmm. know they're watching. They're tuning in. I mean, it's really amazing. Absolutely. So don't you want to come visit? <laughs> <laughs> we really would love for you Pay guys to come by and Southern visit. tourism. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Augusta Tourism Association. <laughs> Something like that. Just kidding. Not sponsored. All right, Not y'all. All. I would love to hear your experiences with the traditions with any food fashion or festivities with a sporting event or spring tailgate in your area, please let us know. And if you're hosting any this year, hop on our Facebook group, ask for recipes, share the recipes you're going to cook and then post pictures of how the party went because we want to see it and celebrate with you guys. Thanks y'all. Hope you tune in next week and join our Facebook group, the millennial homemakers and where can you find us? You can also find us, so join us on Facebook. Um, find us on our new website that we talked about last week, which is the millennialhomemakers.com. And then we also want to connect with you 
on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers, and then Jacqueline is at Jacqueline Humble, and I'm at JB Alexander 16. Thanks for listening, and hope to talk to you off air. Join our Facebook group. Bye, guys. Bye.